Are you ready to bounce back better? Hey guys, Sarah K. Ramsey here to help you find love and success after a toxic relationship so you can design a life you're actually excited about living. Hey guys, Sarah K. Ramsey here to help you find love and success after a toxic relationship. And I'm actually at my in-laws right now. Uh, but I wanted to jump in because we had a post in the group this week about couples therapy and why it wasn't effective and what is can be more effective. Okay. So if you're in a relationship, you think, oh my gosh, there's so many problems. You know, we need to go for couples therapy. And you typically, you've probably maybe or may have not researched narcissism. If you're in this group, you probably have researched narcissism before that. You're like, oh gosh, here's the problem. We just need to go to a therapist. And then if they tell him, explain what the problem is, then all will be well. Okay. couple of points on that. Um, one, when you go to couples therapy, the relationship is the client. So you are not the client. He is not the client. The relationship is the client. So the goal within couples therapy, 99% of the time, is to save the relationship, not to ask whether or not the relationship should be saved. Okay. Also, there's an assumption, especially if you have researched narcissism, like I have, and like I know many of you have, that your therapist has also researched narcissism with that extent. Now, I'm not saying that all therapists have not, for sure. But you would probably be surprised to how many therapists are in my program. Okay. Therapists are trained to diagnose, to, you know, deal with lots of different things. They are not narcissist specialists. And my guess is you assume, oh, they're a narcissist specialist. Now you can ask questions. You can ask them questions about their life, which you hardly ever do. Typically when you think about getting a therapist, you think, okay, I'll go and just look somebody up that my insurance takes, or, you know, I'll ask for a friend. Maybe they went to couples therapy, but do they have the same problems as you? Because so much of in couples therapy is about teaching you to communicate better. And you've probably been told by the toxic person that you have a communication problem. But in reality, you have a control problem. They are trying to control you. And so they will absolutely, 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 absolutely use the therapist to continue to control you, to exert that control on you, to strengthen that control on you. For example, uh, Jane and Bob, uh, horrible examples. <laughs> it's like this, a see, spot, run, see, Jane, throw the ball, right? Way back in like 1950s children's books. Um, Jane and Bob are going to couples therapy, okay? And, you know, Jane is frustrated because she can never spend time with her friends and Bob says, well, she always neglects me and doesn't pay enough attention to me. Okay. In reality, Bob is controlling Jane. She's not ever allowed to do anything outside the house. But to most therapists are going to see that and say, oh, Jane, you should do more for Bob. You should make Bob feel more loved. You should make sure he's a priority. And she totally misses the fact that Bob is everything to Jane and has been forever. And Jane has no life outside of Bob. And she's not allowed to have a life outside of Bob. And everything in her life is about Bob. And the whole world revolves around Bob. And now Bob has some moon backing him to say, see, you shouldn't go out with your friends. And he can become more controlling. In the group, Sherlyn, um, the amazing Sherlyn, uh, posted something about a male abusers group that within, you know, the reason a male abusers group is more useful than couples therapy is because there's, they're obviously trained and understand in the subject matter because there's an assumption that they have been abusive. So I saw several of you in the thread and stuff. You're like, oh, where can I find a male abuser group? Where can I find a male abuser group? Where can I find a male abuser group? You can Google it. Okay. The concept is from Lundy Bancroft, um, who is, he works with male abusive groups or men who have had to go to anger management classes. Like he runs those classes and he has written some amazing books. And he says that it's like, it's a game 
and they all understand the rules. He's like, it's like there's a playbook somewhere that the rest of the world just missed. Like there's like a controlling, manipulative, toxic person playbook that the whole rest of the world missed. So he says there's definitely patterns. But when you are holding out hope in your heart, and I'm not trying to discourage you, but if you're holding out hope in your heart, like, oh, well, oh, I just need to get into a male abuser group now. Okay, I don't need to get into couples therapy. I need to get into a male abuser group. You're operating under the assumption that he wants to change. Whether you can find, you've been unsuccessful in your efforts to change him. So maybe you can find somebody who can change him. In the reality, he already knows what he is doing. He already knows he's getting the better end of the deal of the relationship. He already knows he's playing by a different set of rules. He already knows he gets to make the rules and break the rules. He already knows that he gets to enforce the rules. He already knows that he's gaslighting you. He already knows what he is doing. He already knows he's being selfish. He already knows it's always his turn. He already knows those things. So to find the right person to tell him he's doing those things is really somewhat of a fool's journey. He already knows he's getting away with things you aren't getting away with. He already knows he's getting the better end of the deal of the relationship and you're the one doing the work of the relationship. He already knows. So I want you to solve problems that have solutions. It's a huge piece of the work that I do is like what problems actually have solutions. Figure out the problem that actually has a solution and trying to, you spent all these years trying to get the toxic person to change. And because you don't want to change your life, then it's like, okay, well, I'll find a couple therapists. Okay. I found a male abuser group. Okay. I'll find this. Okay. I'll find this. And I don't want you to waste years and years and years and years trying to find someone. It's not an information problem. The toxic person knows what they are doing. Even to the point that Lundy Bancroft said, it's like a playbook and they all know the game. And in these male abuse groups, sometimes they like put the, they put in a camera in the room. And so like when they're in front of the abusers, they're like, oh, in front of the leader, the group leader, they're like, I can't believe I'm in here. She made it seem like I'm all these problems and here I am. And then when the leader left the room, they were all together. They were like figuring out swapping techniques on how to better control their women. No lie. So you think they, they, they already know what they're doing. So getting them to the right person to force them to change their behavior is a fool's journey. The only person who can decide they want to change is that person. You can set consequences. If you do this, then I will do this. If you do this, then I will leave. I am very aware of how hard these consequences are that I'm saying. I'm speaking to them very flippantly as if that's easy. I know it is not. But if they do, if you do this, then I will do this. You have to have if then consequences with a timeline and patterns. Patterns are everything. Promises are nothing. Oh, baby, baby, I promise I won't do this. Or they flip it on you and they do something nice. Oh, you know, he got really mad, but he bought me flowers. Him buying you flowers, him making promises is him playing the hero. Sometimes I play the victim. How dare you do this to me? Oh, why can you never leave me? Oh, no one will ever love me. Oh, you do this. Oh, I'm going to kill myself. Sometimes they play the victim. And sometimes they play the hero. Like, um, you'll never be anything without me. You know, sometimes they switch back and forth. Um, or then they try to do something nice to reel you back in. Flowers, promises, dinner, the trip you always wanted, going to, agreeing to go to therapy. Real change is them not getting their way. If you want them to change, find things for them not to be little selfish jerks where they do not get their way and you do get your way. Because that's probably what's been missing for a long, long time. They get their way all the time. You get your way none of the time. So to if you want to see if something is really, if someone is really changing, they don't get their way anymore. You start to get the better end of the deal of the relationship. That will be thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of times more effective than getting them into some getting them to someone who is trying to tell them they're playing a game they already know they're playing a game you probably know more about this game than half of them out there if you're a part of my community and part of my group and a part of what i do 
you probably know more than half of the therapists and stuff out there. So if you want to see if they're really changing, you get stronger in your understanding of the game. And then you hold them if and then consequences. And then you tell them you no longer get to win every time. You no longer get to be selfish every time. If you love me, I get to win sometimes. If you want this relationship to work, you you let me be like get to get my way sometimes. Not be, you know, you can't be selfish all the time. You can't have your way all the time. You can't make rules and break rules. You can't flip things on me. That is how to know if they are changing. That is how to know if they are capable of changing. You are the solution. You are your own life's solution. You can Google all the abuser groups you want. You can Google all the counselors you want. Toxic people know what they are doing. They do not want to change. You have you have everything in you to be your own superhero to be your own solution i understand and i know and i know and i know that it feels helpless and that we toxic people teach us learned helplessness and we feel like we don't have any power it's about taking your power back and you can and i know it's scary and i know and i know and i know and you just think oh but gosh sarah my life would be so good if he would just stop doing this gosh sarah my life would be so great if he would just stop doing this he's had a bad childhood he's had whatever like i just feel sorry for him my life you don't there's so much potential i get it there's a lot of potential in you too a whole lot of potential in you too And you tapping into that potential is going to get you a thousand times farther than hoping he changes and lives up to his potential. Hope that helps. Hope you have a great day. Hello, wonderful. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast and that you found something that will either help you get past your past, get real about your present, or get serious about your future. Hopefully it's all 30. If you're not already in my Facebook group, finding love and success after a toxic relationship, consider this your invitation. There are tons of lives, tons of tips and tricks to help you bounce back better. Have a great day.